Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Geese, gamers, furries, and ninja robots, this is Horseplay Live. Today is Saturday, February 3rd, and this is episode 215 of Horseplay. We're tentatively titling this one, Raging Bushnell and Monster Hunter Game of the Year. Yep, yep. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Now, I wanted to go deep on this. This is probably going to just be a prelude to what we'll be discussing more um, the next episode. Before we finally get uh, around to the unicorn poopies and round everybody up. Um, I'm going to try to make this a quick run through. Um, because I just found out that, uh, we're all getting up early tomorrow and cleaning the house and doing all this stuff before we go out for a family gathering. And I tell ya, you know, family's great, but, uh, one thing that's really tough to do as a family is time management. I'm a stickler for that, and and they're probably tired of hearing it. But, you know, I think, I think it's fair if I ask a question, hey, what are our plans for tomorrow? I'm I'm just doing this, and then we're going to do this. And then we'll all go to this. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, do you need me to do anything in the morning? You know, say anything, and then I make my own plans. You know, I'm drinking. I'm thinking, you know, do the podcast, and then, uh, play a little Monster Hunter. And then get up at, you know, decent hour, but, you know, I sleep in a little bit. Nine, ten, you know. That's, that's sad. That's sleeping in for me these days, you know. Because, uh, logistics world loves, uh, it's all fast to supply chain management. Uh, loves, 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 loves the early hours. 4, 5 a.m. It's like, ooh, it's military time right there. But, folks, we are, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to introduce myself. I am Yogi Zilla, your uh, bald bear lizard host. Um, we're continuing our three year, three plus years, well over three years now. Jesus. And over 200 episodes celebrating that. Uh, you keep. Bringing you really awkward episodes <laughs> until we figure out uh, a few details uh how the future of this show will look like. Uh, whether we're going to stick with the Thursday night schedule or maybe, you know, I was leaning towards Friday nights. But now, I'm at per- for me, my personal life, and also Beard uh, weekends are tough for him. I think we might have to shoot for an earlier time in the week. Because uh, on the weekends, you know. And week is for us uh, kind of start on Thursday nights. Uh, we have the grandkids, and you know I know I sound young, but I'm an old fart, folks. And uh, let's try to say let's try to say youthful, though. You know, I'm not completely at the get off my yawn, my lawn uh, stage just yet. But I definitely uh, find myself being more irritable. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I think Wednesday nights around ten might be the thing. But for now, we're just gonna rotate it, get it in when we can. Um... I meant to get this particular episode on Thursday, but then the 
kids were being rowdy, and it was just too many things going on. And between, you know, between the, the fact that it, you know it's draining being around young the youth that have so much energy, and uh, and just uh, the fact that it was just too loud to really concentrate. You know, and I, I gotta change this uh, this slideshow because as much as I love the holidays, uh, I think we're a little past that. So we should probably do this right here. Ah, shit, I can't do that. See, this this is quality. People listening on uh, the audio feeds are gonna be like, "What is he doing?" Because we do do this show uh, over at you know live the video component twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. Uh, and for the foreseeable future, who knows? Will we end up on uh, YouTube Gaming, uh, uh, YouTube Red? I don't know how that works. Uh, or Mixer. Mixer, Mixer will probably be the next natural rule. My son was just telling me that uh, you know, um, YouTube's got a really good thing. If we if we get just just ten thousand subscribers and twenty thousand views a day, they'll uh, you'll be set for life. It makes it sound like it's so easy, like, you know. Like, all you gotta do is be really engaging, then. It's, people magically find you, if only you knew. That the effort you gotta put in to really hit it, and a lot of it, I'm telling you folks, is just luck. People love to tell you that, you know, oh, well, you know, I, it's because I, I had a business plan, you know, and I'm just, uh, I'm doing something different that no one else is doing, but the best content usually gets buried, and that's uh, no matter what you're doing. Um, I'm being salty, I know. No hate, no hate. Congrats to the people that made it. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying that for me, uh, that, that, that seems like a lot of work. So, probably not going to happen. Now, where do I have this slideshow? Where did I put it? It's in here, right? Yeah, that's it. I got it. The horseplay side slideshow. Yeah. Now that's more appropriate. I mean, I could do Christmas all year long, but people are probably going to start looking at YouTube and Twitch and like, what's this guy? What's this guy doing with all this uh, Christmas stuff at this time of the year? It's February already. That's, that's crazy. It's February already. January was a blur. And then February is a short month. Like, oh, man. Where, where do you catch up? By the way, the show is live at twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. And you, usually you could join us Thursday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, 4 a.m. GMT. And, you know, if you can't join us live, there's lots of ways to connect with us. Geekyantics.net forward slash Discord. Um, our blog, which we're trying to get some routine, some regular contributions. So if you're interested in contributing, let us know. You can, it's a good exposure for you, and it keeps the site fresh. We get good traffic, but it's sad. You know, we're not keeping this up to date. That's uh, Geekyantics.net forward slash blog. Uh, and I, I'm at YogiZilla on Twitter. YogiZilla on Xbox Live. Um, and of course the network, you can reach, uh, our whole community at Geeky Antics. And we got, you know, we got the Facebook stuff too. All the Geeky Antics groups. And uh, of course the official, official page, Geeky Antics Network Global. The gang. And if you're new to this show, if you're new to this show, you know, just so you know what we're about, we, uh, lean pretty heavily on the gaming stuff, but it's everything geeky. I'd probably, if I had to categorize this, I, I think a primary category these days would be comedy. And it's definitely NSFW, so uh, proceed at your own risk. But uh, come along for the ride, have fun, and hopefully you're not easily offended. <laughs> um, so a lot of fo- a lot of things going on. Uh oh, beard and hat. Who's now Taylor Seven on Twitch? Make sure you check him out. Recently added to the Twitch affiliate program. Pr- proud of him. Uh, as well as Obi One X Two, one of our uh, well, 
yeah, one of our original hosts. Another one was uh, Soldierism, who's gone off on a pilgrimage somewhere. I don't know. I know he, I know he grew a very long beard. I think he's living in the mountains. And once in a while, he gets a line, something like that. But uh, yeah, something something's going on. Yeah, I probably should have read that on, on the air. <laughs> that sounds rough, man. Dun dun dun. Don't worry, it's gonna be a quick show anyway. I want to try to make it quick because I gotta get up early. Apparently, you missed my rant. Uh, last minute changes. Yay. I'm pr- I'm pretty uh I'm pretty uh not inebriated, but I feel nice. So I can't really be real angry. But I'll rant anyway. And yeah, you always blame your children. That's that, that's that's your privilege and your right as a parent. They gotta be worth something, right? They sure cost us a lot. Bless their hearts. Um I haven't looked at the latest numbers uh, on the hashtag Kelly versus Kelly uh poll but uh make sure you go over there on the blog and uh cast your vote which kelly you prefer and someone out there's gonna be like some message up is like oh objectification uh, we're just having fun it's that big it's not serious stop stop it i know a lot of folks are really excited about the tax break i know um and then any extra money is good right so i think you know if you're a responsible adult you go hmm Bigger check, I'm going to spend more money, right? No, no. If you're responsible, you say, what? Well, I'm going to pretend I don't have that money and, like, invest it, you know? Cryptocurrency, gold, I don't know. Those, that's probably the most uh, future-proof kind of things, I would think. Better than the stock market or 401ks. Those returns aren't that great. Um, unless you're very lucky. Uh, and gambling, uh, stay away from that. It's a slippery slope. But some people are uh, really good at that stuff, too. Um, you know, set it aside. Save it. At the very least, you know, send it out there. Put it in a Roth HR IRA uh, so you're some retirement funds. But, you know, let's be honest. Most of us probably just spend it like free money. <laughs> Wait, something Trump did that isn't hated? <laughs> oh, let's now open up that can of worms. That's a Christmas miracle. Ah, that's such a good, that's such a good thing to tie in. Especially since I just changed the slideshow back to the traditional slideshow and away from the Christmas slideshow. I love you, man. We're at the same wavelength, even when you're not actually live on the air. Ah, uh, see, this is why you be here live, because it's not like I'm talking to myself, but it's actually someone in the chat that I'm talking with. I'm not crazy. Well, not completely. <laughs> yeah, the shenanigans. Having Trump as president is interesting, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get into the, the whole thing right now. <laughs> One of these days you'll dig deep into the politics of alien all your friends. Yeah. Yeah. All I will say, I, I wanted to just say this. Um, I still think Trump is a deplorable human being. His mannerisms are infuriating. He's got no filter. I get it. I see why people hate him. Um, but and initially I was not really big on him. It was like, ugh, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, they both seem like shitty options. And, we've, and I've said this on the air. And, you know... It may see some of them say, oh, oh, you're flip-flopping now. Well, no. I never was really sold on anything. But now seeing him in action, having tangible results, uh, he's actually getting stuff done. And he's actually see following through the things that uh, he promised. So people can say, oh, because Obama got in motion and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm going to get into the arguments. Uh, but things are happening. And, uh, you know, good stuff. Uh, don't take it for granted, though. Because... Uh, a melt up is can be just as bad, if not worse, than a meltdown. And uh, if you know anything about economy, economics rather, uh, that probably makes sense to you. So, there's been a few headlines in the news. I'm gonna go real quick on it. 
Uh, so as far as the tax breaks, uh, folks should be seeing those uh, if you haven't already. About two to four weeks from when you listen to this episode, maybe sooner. So that's exciting. Um, some folks are saying they're already seeing eighty-five dollars more on their check if they're getting paid weekly. Um, more if you're getting paid bi-weekly, you know. So some good stuff. Beard says if he builds the wall and Titus and Titus immigration and hurts that outsourcing of jobs, I'm I'm in. I'm sold. I still don't like his foreign policies. I'm I'm with you on that, 100. Um, percent Chain immigration, really bad. Um, the wall, I'll take it or leave it. I think it's just a matter of not allowing not uh, not allowing people that come here legally to stay. You know, and as far as the dreamer as well, some can stay, make a do a lottery. So you, you appease the bleeding hearts. We are an immigrant nation, but we taxpayers can't give everybody a free ride. It's just Eventually, something's got to give. You know, money's got to come out of nowhere. <laughs> Mexico needs as much as we do. Yeah? Yeah? No, zero stay. Well, deep down inside, that's probably what I would say. But you know that it'll be a deadlock if you try to pull pass a bill like that. DACA, DACA has to pass in some form. Or else the Democrats are going to cross their arms and be big babies and say, No, this is what we want. We're going to set that again, man, if you do it. There's got to be some middle ground, you know? When you think about it, it's just you talk about hundreds of thousands of people, and I think now it's in the numbers in millions. I don't know, they can't make it in their mind. But even if it's just, you know, let's say 800,000 people, that's a lot of pe- That's a lot of money. If you think about all the benefits that are, go behind that, you cut that in half, it's still a lot, but it's better than the big, the full number. I don't know. So are illegals are more important than actual citizens? Yes. Yeah, millions don't care. They can leave. <laughs> Yeah, you know this. This is the 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 one thing I will say. When before we move on, is uh, there are immigrants in there out there. There's quite a few. They don't get hurt as much, um, but they realize that the reason they came to this country is to, you know, chase the dream, right? The American dream, the elusive American dream, and they did it legitimately. They legitimately and. they went through the proper process, right? They, they paid their dues. So why can't other people do that? What is my cat doing? She's just tripping out over there. So they, they, there's people that come out and say, hey, you know, all these illegal immigrants need to go back home. Because if we just take everybody, we're, we're going to fuck up the country to the point it'll be worse than the country you try to you know, seek refuge from. And it's simple logic. But how can people see that? It's not, we're not, we don't have a, a Lim- you know, unlimited resources to just carry the weight of the world on us. It's just, it's unrealistic. So, that's it. They bring the third world. There is no magic sword to bring the world, the third world with them. Yeah. Um, and it's sad when you call government agencies and the first option for language is Spanish. And this is coming from a Latino. It's like, no. This is America. It's the United States. Speak English, damn it. That's another slap in the face. You're going to come here, pay taxes like the rest of us do. You know, contribute to society in meaningful ways, you know, and learn the fucking language. Can't be here 10, 15 years and still go, no, no speaking the English. What the fuck is that shit? Ah, anyway. But, uh, so another big thing in the news, let's go through a couple of these and we'll come back through these, uh, to these, uh, next week, hopefully. But, uh, the whole not Nolan hashtag, uh, which spawned out of the whole hashtag me too. Uh, yeah, me too. That me too thing is taking a lot of victims, and 
you know, I understand it, it, there's a big problem with uh, sexual mis- misconduct um, and everything that's entailed in that. And, and it is an issue that needs to be addressed. But now I think we're getting to the point where people are just going to complain about everything. He gave me a compliment and called me sweetie. And it made me very uncomfortable. Oh, boy. Ah, yeah, me too. Is more of a fake witch hunt at this point. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Now it's getting, it's starting, if it hasn't already, it's start definitely heading that direction where it's just like ridiculous. Everybody's, and you know, the whole hashtag tells you everything. You know, and it, it, me too. That's a hashtag. It's like, that's been tainted now. Like, it, it could have been something else. What, what can it be surprising? Now it's just like, come here to complain about people that made you feel uncomfortable. And I'm sure there's legitimate stories in there, but it's, you know, it's just, it's just a bad, the way they structured it, it was just bound to, to go bad, you know? Me too! Someone made me feel uncomfortable too! Me too! It's just, you know, more complaining, more whining. And I'm not saying that there's not legitimacy in there, but we're gonna get a lot of people just making up stories just to get attention and maybe get some free money and, you know, get some sympathy, get, get in the limelight, you know? But yeah, apparently Nolan Bush, you know, uh, Many people just consider the granddaddy of uh, video games. And uh, he's the guy that created Pong. Um, and his company eventually was sold off and became Atari. Um, and we'll get back, we'll come back to that. He got denied the uh, GDC Lifetime Achievement Award for apparent uh, hot tub shenanigans. Um, and now people are saying, not you too, Nolan. You're our hero. You know, and the thing about it is... We hold famous people to these high standards that we don't hold ourselves to. Because, you know, there needs to be a line drawn. Like, harmless flirting, you know, colorful language. Or someone actually really, really crossing a line and being aggressive and forcing themselves on people. There's a difference. It's the only thing is such a shit show. There's zero evidence of it being non-consensual, yeah. And I like the people that, um, that came, that stepped up that were... Some of the early people in Atari saying how when they first met uh, no, uh, Nolan, like they, you know, they were all Atari folks, uh, Atari proper folks, you know, um, the founders were like suit and tie type of folks, and uh, Nolan was like you know t-shirt and jeans kind of guy, and, and then when they first met him, he wore a shirt, a t-shirt apparently said, "I love to fuck." That's hilarious. <laughs> what and what else would you expect? From someone who's a rebel and just created his own his own industry, essentially, you know, pioneer pioneers geniuses they're a little crazy, and um, usually in a good way. Well, maybe not all the time, but a good amount of the time. So people people don't like that. Where did Blue go? I don't know what she's doing. So yeah, it's a big shit show. Uh, I'm sure that there were some things he did as inappropriate. Apparently, he used to always hang out in his in his uh, hot tub and call his assist- female assistants over and try to lure them in. Um, and, and Nolan's been quoted supposedly as saying, uh, you know, women are very intimidated by my air of power and money. And uh, so he, he's, a, he's, a, he's definitely full of himself, but he's not the only one. You know, uh, rich people, powerful people tend to live by different rules than we do. And now we're, we're shocked by this. That is, has been going on all along since the beginning of mankind. Um, I'm not saying it justifies the behavior, but I mean, you you meet any people that are C level folks, 
that have been you know at sea level for a long time. And I, I'm at a, I'm at the sea level now, but you know since I don't have that air to me, a lot of times it, I, people don't want to consider me that because I'm not a douchebag, you know. And I've I've st- taken pay cuts and, and bounce around just to break out of the routine and not get fall into the trap of just being that sea level douchebag that just delegates stuff and is just you know parks like an asshole, drives like an asshole, cuts in line, you know just doesn't have any real social skills. There's a certain kind of socio sociopathic uh, behavior that's, that uh, I think is uh, inherent with a lot of uh, wealthy and powerful folks. Um, so, you know, again, not justifying it, but I, I, I dare you to, to, to name me 10 people you know that are extremely successful that have built a legacy of some sort and are and don't, have some, don't possess some kind of douchebaggery. Male or female, good luck. <laughs> but burning down the white men who created things is the new pastime. <laughs> is he wrong? No, he's not wrong. He's not wrong for saying what he said. Uh, people are intimidated by that. Because if he was a loser, you know, they didn't accomplish anything, no one would be going after him. So, yeah, yeah, he's just, he's just kind of pervy. You know, he's flirty, he's inappropriate. Big deal, right? So, of course, people of, po- of power are going to be targeted. That kind of comes with the turf, right? You get to ride the coattails, like, ooh, now my name's being associated with that person, too. Yay! But they get Googled, my name will come up, too. And then maybe I could sell this pro- this hair product that I have. And that sounds terribly sexist. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. And again, I'm not saying that there are some cases that are legit, but I, 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 I'm scared for what the rest of this year will bring. There's going to be a lot more claims. You know, n- next up is going to, pretty soon we're going to hear Tom Hanks. Let's think about, like, really nice guys, or people that at least seem like nice guys, you know, and they're going to get they're gonna get called out. Who else, uh, who was that? Will Smith, that, that's going to be another target. <laughs> that's right, I'm selling hair products for bald people. It makes the scalp soft, and it, it keeps the peach fuzz fresh. Another thing that came up in the news, um, this came out a while ago, but now they have a new update. That 15-year-old girl, I, I missed this, or maybe I forgot about it. That um that had lured a classmate along with one of her friends that helped her out and stabbed that classmate fourteen times to appease Slenderman. Apparently, she's been sentenced to forty years in a mental hospital. Um, interesting, very interesting. This is the world we live in now. Some cockamamie shit going on. And hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna track down the cat. I hear her messing. Blue. Think she found a box and she's beating it up. <laughs> She's a, she's a little ninja over there. But anyway, the main thing I want to talk about, moving away from the news, I'm going to keep it as simple as possible, try not to splooge. But I got to say, if Monster Hunter World is a preview of things to come with the gaming industry, I'm excited again. I, I, I'm like, I'm almost a twar, Atari 2600, NES, maybe even Genesis era excited for gaming. And I would say, you know, Genesis was like the peak in many ways. Arcade scene was bustling. Fighting games were really becoming a thing. And just, uh, just it was a fun experience with the couch co-op and competitive gaming. You know, having friends over. You know, it's it a different thing than what we have now. But, I, you know, it, it, and, and uh, Taylor saying that uh, Monster Hunter World still is on his radar. And I'm sure it's not for a lot of people. Because uh, I tell you, when I first started off, I've, last Friday was it, uh, 26, would have released. I got it. 
and getting into an online session. I could, could not get into this online session. So I had to keep creating my own. Um, a lot of it is because of level gating. Uh, but you could play pretty much the whole, as far as I've seen, the whole game, you could do it uh, co-op style. Tons of side stuff you could do. There's an arena you could battle in. You could go, there's like a, a, ga- a social hub like they have in Destiny. You could arm wrestle. You could trade certain items. There's a lot of shit you could do. You pop Monster Hunter 3 twice to to try it. And not a single Monster Hunter game did it for, for Taylor, apparently. And this one is no different. I gotta tell you, uh, I didn't really get into other Monster Hunter games because they were on Nintendo platforms. So I was like, eh. But we have real online now, and I'm loving it. And even as a single player experience, fantastic. I'm past 30 hours in the game. Um, and I've pretty much played every night this week except for yesterday because the day just got away from me. And I was busy at work, and kids were acting crazy, and they just drained me. I was like, I'm, I just need to go to bed. I'm drained. I think kids just siphon power from you, and that's why they're bouncing all over the place. Meanwhile, they're just sucking your soul away. But I, I, this, this game is fantastic. The, every weapon in the game has different combos and a distinct kind of playing style. You could go full support. You could be DPS. You could tank. There's all kinds of things you could do. And I'm still very, I'm still early on enough where, because I'm milking the shit out of it, uh, and keep ca- chasing squirrels. So I really should be um, Hunter rating 10 or 11 right now. I'm only uh, Hunter low, Hunter rating 5. I'm okay with that. But the, the around Hunter rating 8 or 9 is when you start getting armor with slots in this, so you could put um, gems in there or whatever they call them, kind of Diablo-ish there. And you can get charms and mantles that um, buff your skills and certain stats and your affinities. Uh, I still don't understand completely how affinities work. And this is the thing about the game. It uh, has a steep learning curve, um, which which isn't actually very accurate. Because a steep learning curve would actually mean that it's uh, easy to learn if you really think about it. It's a quick learning experience. That's anything but that. But anyway, you know what I mean. And that's what the vernacular would dictate anyway. That it's a steep, steep means steep learning curve means it, 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 you have to put in the time. It takes a while. But uh, if you look at the X and Y axis, that's actually not actually tr- true. But anyway, math, math and stuff, visual aids. Uh, uh, back to the other rant at hand. Like my gushing over this game. Um, you know, I thought I was worried that the novelty. Of giant monsters crashing in and mounting them and beating the ever living shit out of them and breaking body parts off so you collect them and use them for crafting. I thought all those little things, you know, all the, you know, the, the collectathon of gathering, uh, gathering ingredients and, you know, building up your resources so you can craft stuff. You know, it's, it's a bit of a grind, but it's a fun grind. And then you could, now all these other things are opening up, you know, uh, you have a canteen where they cook you meals and that gets upgraded. You have a garden where you could cultivate stuff and put fertilizers. You could grow things. So you, instead of just gathering, you could grow those things. Um, and keep, you know, it grows passively. So you go back and there might be more stuff waiting for you. Um, there's just so much depth. And I think if, if anything, people might be intimidated by it because 
out the gate, you're like, what the fuck do I do? And then you start learning the nuances. But my experience has been with, you know, I haven't really had to ask questions or uh, refer to online resources or anything. It, I think the game does a good job of introducing you to everything. And rather than having a long, drawn-out tutorial, it just gives you tooltips along the way. And as they introduce a new mechanic, new feature, you know, some reading to do. And I think they do a good job of reinforcing it through other things. So I keep discovering new things about the game. And I'm like, ooh, I could do that. Like now, you know, I started off with the longsword. That's really fun. Um, it's probably one of the easiest weapons to do. Uh, along with the dual wheel, depending if rather if you're like a fast fighter or you want more distance. Um, I tried I tried pretty much every weapon out there. There's range weapons. You can use a bow gun. Uh, what's the other one? The bow gun, bow and arrow. There's another one. Um, and there's complete completely different mechanics for that. The companion, the palico, is basically a cat. Uh, you can outfit your companions to do different things. You can run into other companions that will join you. That They're friends, companions that will be AI controlled. And then, you know, you build a little party up. So a lot of little shit you could do, man. And now I'm using, and I was using, I was using the Switch Sword or is this Switch Axe? They're getting mixed up. That thing was OP as fuck, but really complicated to use. Um, and now I'm using the Insect Glaive. And that thing is fun because you can freaking. Mark the enemies with gunk, and then the insects attack those areas to soften them up. And all the insects have different effects, uh, different attack types, you know, blunt, severing, etc. You can um, send them up with different elements, so there's additional um, actions, additional damage done. Um, and it's, it's just crazy. And, and with the with the insect glaive, you could do these vaults, and then, like, double jump, and then, like, spin attack in the air, and you're flying all over the place, because if you hit a target, you can bounce off of them and keep flying, and just, like, air attack, kind of juggling yourself while attacking your, uh, uh, the same target or a different target, and it's crazy. It's like, it's just, it, it feels to me, it's like, this cr- it's like being in an anime, it's just out of control, you know? Um, uh, in a lot of ways... It's got the polish and aesthetics of a Final Fantasy game to me. Then, like, some of the core mechanics of, like, a Far Cry or um, Assassin's Creed. Um, almost bordering a, a, a real fighting game with some of the combos you could do. And it's very fluid once you get the hang of it. Um, and it also makes you think a lot of Evolve. What Evolve could have been if they launched that game properly and did it right to begin with. Um... Because you can set up traps. Everybody kind of ha- gets their own different roles. The only difference is the monster is not player controlled. They're AI. Um, and you can either slay monsters or you can capture them. And it's just really neat. Like all the different things you got to do. You know to track them down. Research them. Find out their weak points. Etc. Um, it's just to be a caught up in Turf Wars. Where you know two or three or more monsters are fighting each other. You might be fighting a, a monster and all of a sudden another one butts in and he might help you out or he might turn on you or they might double team you. Like, it's crazy. And like, the stronger monsters, the the smaller ones, the weaker ones will usually wa- run away, you know, but they can sense when the creature's weak, like if it's limping or something or bleeding out and then they'll, they might get tough and be like, oh, I could take you out now. So the little things like that is just, it's fucking fun.
it's such a nice change of pace. And the thing that kills me again is that, you know, I, I, I reach out to my friends, you know, and say, hey, get this Xbox One. I hope you do too. So many of my friends got an PS4. They're like, oh, does anyone have this? I want someone to play with. Well, why'd you get it on fucking PS4? We have a whole bunch of people that are playing on Xbox One. So now you just segregated yourself. Whatever. If you want to play single player, go for it. Good choice. For those of you on Xbox One, add me, Yogizilla. And uh, I named my, main, my first character after one of my favorite porn stars. So you might appreciate that, folks. I wonder how many people have caught on to that. No, Xbox is not trash. Your face is trash. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you like online gaming, you don't go on a system that people don't really play online. <laughs> Ooh, I went there. I still get why PS4 player gamers do that. They have an Xbox. A lot of my friends have Xbox One. They have all the consoles. And they constantly complain. They never have anyone on PS4 to play online games with. But they keep getting the game for that system. Why? Because it looks better? Yeah. That's, you keep telling yourself that. Ugh, people are funny. People are funny. I guess, I guess it's, it's just human nature to just want to have something to complain about. He do own a Wii U. Yeah, so you, your credibility goes out the window if you own a Wii U. <laughs> but anyway, but I see. Wii U's unique. You took a gamble. Yeah, you have no interest in online games anymore, so... Yeah, you def- you definitely did not participate in this conversation. I gotta say, um... Single player in the game is fun, but... If you're really heavy in story... Probably not gonna excite you. It's not, it's not gonna blow your socks off. But I, I see myself excited about what's happening next. But uh, I'm more in there for the experience of just having a fun time hunting. So I'll go on these investigations. I'll go on... I'll go find an arena... You know, I'll, I'll chase those squirrels because it's fun. Not because I'm a completionist, but it's actually fun. I'm not trying to 100% it. It's just a good time. And it's also really satisfying to just grind it out and be over-geared and watch your party wipe and you're, like, still alive, you know. Of course, that's bad when you have limited continues. Um, but, yeah, you have jump. Um, it is jump in, jump out gameplay. So that's cool. Um... You know, you can fire SOS Flare and then basically open up a session for people to come into and help you out. Um, that's fun, too. Uh, and it's cool. What was interesting is it was happening in real time. So if you get hit while you're trying to fire off that, that Flare, you know, you're fucked. So you got to like, find cover or try to hide and then do it. So, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of shit your, pant mom- shit your pants moment. Um, but, yeah, there's a good story in there. It's a good story. I'm enjoying it. I don't want to give it away. But, you know, is it story-driven? Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's the main appeal. But I think it's satisfying enough where I'm like, well, what's going to happen next? Okay, I know the story isn't ending here. It's only opening up. But, you know, how sometimes it is, a, you know, in a story, a video game story, like, they make it seem like, this is what we're looking for. This is what your your goal. And they're like, well, I'm only a few hours in, so this can't be it. And they're like, oh, no, we were wrong. This isn't the ultimate boss. There's 20 other bosses you have to fight. Oh, Something like that's going to happen. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm only in the second... I've only opened up the second major area. Uh, I will say this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is worth saying. Um, it is open world, but not in the way you think. It's not on rails. You do have freedom. But when you go on most of your quests, it's going to be timed. With the exception if you go out on an expedition. That's a whole different way of playing. That's kind of your free ro- your free roam mode. But it's not one huge world. It's a... Um, the world is is put is separated to shards, um, so that's something worth noting. Um, 
but these areas are, are big enough, and there's enough stuff to do in there that really not. I, I don't think anyone should should complain about it. I I, I don't say you could, but I'm sure someone has, someone will. So Monster Hunter World, give it a look. See, Red Box it, GameFly. Apparently, people still have that. Uh, whatever way you borrow it from a friend, you know. Um, I see a lot of a lot of replay value because even if you hit the highest level, I'm sure they're gonna come out with some additional content. And if they treat this as a platform where they keep just releasing new content and new level caps, I'm in. If not, I'll be more than happy to create another sexy female character to Google and then start all over again. That is, if nothing else pulls me away. And now Rainbow Six Siege uh, had this thing about a space capsule. I'm like, ooh, things just got even more interesting. That's another one of my all-time favorite games. Definitely one of the best games this generation, hands down. Um, game Gaming as a platform. Games as a platform. I, I dig that, that model. Um, so there's potential here for this to have some real staying power. Um, there are definitely some things they could tweak. Um, make it less janky, trying to squat up. Why people join a session or join other people's sessions. Uh, there's lots of different paths you can take there and get a little confusing. Um, there's little things, quality of life type of things, like inventory management, right? Just as an example, that'd be nice. Um, you can't see other players in your session unless you go into the gathering hub, the social area, or actually go off on a quest together. But you can have, a t- it looks like you can have up to 16 people in the session and you could all go off. I've had about eight at most in one time. And you could go off a separate quest, individual quests, a different group quests. Um, and, and there are some things you can only do with two people. Some things you, gotta do, you could do four, some or more. Um, so I'm just trying to think. Like I can only imagine how tough a battle where you have 60 people in your squad will be, because the enemies definitely scale significantly based upon how many people are in your party. And the hunter ratings. Because there was one enemy I was able to, to take on a full yoga flame style attack. I'm like, nothing. Easy peasy. My fire resistance is high. That's uh, Anjanov. He's basically a giant T-Rex with a fluffy back. And uh, an attack that does not discriminate against anyone. Uh, he'll chase whatever. It looks like fun. And if you hit him, he's definitely coming after you. You even throw a pebble at him. Um, but yeah, I, I, I fought that same guy. And in a in a four squad setup, and Jesus, he hurt. And and uh, the monsters also vary in size; that could change their power outputs too. So again, there's a lot of variety there. I think it's enough to keep everybody interested. If uh, especially if you if you enjoy co-op games, that's that's a space where there's not a, not a lot of love. So I think at the very least, that makes it worthwhile. It's a game that you could. You know, a lot of people are tired of online games, but usually when they say online, they think competitive. But there's another side of online, cooperative. Ooh, about sneeze. Ooh. <coughs> oh, kitty. Anyway, before we hit that one hour mark, <clears throat> that's the main thing I wanted to say. I wanted to plug the game while it's still fresh, while there's still a chance for you to get that cool, um, that cool, you know, uh, early purchase discount through a game club or Amazon Prime, whatever you're doing. <clears throat> but, um, <clears throat> ooh, I got a loogie in the throat now. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll hit, we'll talk about more 
<clears throat> there we go. Had to clear that out. Hopefully, Warchild will uh, join us and give us his perspective from on his side. Uh, he's got an IPS4 port port side. Um, but he share his uh, perspective. Um, Taylor Seven says co-op story based games. I need them. Borderlands Three. <laughs> well, this is a co-op story based game. Just saying. Um, I know you haven't had a good experience in the past, but I- I'm really enjoying it. <clears throat> uh, I haven't really found any flaws that made me just get turned off. You know, the game works. The net code's decent. You know, um, I haven't seen players drop out of my sessions due to lag, except for once, but it was because the person just had shitty Wi-Fi. Or oh, the feel of Monster Hunter never did it for you. Okay, that's fair. I had a friend. I have a friend that's really big on the series, and he said that this was a really big departure from what he's used to. So I don't know how true that is. I can't speak to that, but uh, I don't know if you ever get bored and have nothing else to play, it might be worth a rental. But folks, this has been your boy Yogizilla. Some people talk on YouTube. <laughs> anyway, um, this is episode two fifteen of Horseplay Live in the books. Taylor Seven says, "If I can get it free or cheap, I'll do it." Okay. Hopefully, the price doesn't drop that quickly because that's usually a negative thing. I do, I do hope they do some kind of promo so people could jump on board. Something to sweeten the pot. <clears throat> Maybe if it hits a certain amount of players or wins some kind of arbitrary award, people will pay attention. I would like to have more people to play this with. Um, we got a good group going though, so the way it's worked out, I just jump online randomly and. There's been someone on that's playing it, and I'll just jump into their session, and then we'll just do shit. It's great. Jump right into their session. Let's get going. Unless they make it private, which is a douchebag move. Anywho, Twitch will keep it going. I have to check to see uh, how the streaming on that is. I'm sure there's going to be a really good, strong niche community with that. I said, it's fun to watch. Definitely fun to play. I'm curious. I'm going to have to watch some of the streaming to see uh, how other people are experiencing it. So, yeah, I hope it does great. What you doing, kitty? Oh, God. Blue's being weird. She's going inside of a bag. Boxes and bags. That's what cats love. They even bother buying them stuff. Anywho, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Love you, and goodbye. with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.